Hey everyone, just a quick spoiler alert before we get started. Today we'll be discussing American Horror Story Roanoke up to Episode 5, Atlanta Season 1 up to Episode 7, Westworld Season 1 up to Episode 2, and we also had a slight microphone issue today, so if the levels sound a little bit off to you, don't worry, we'll be back to normal next week. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of SCTV for ScreeningClub.com, where we break down all the latest in television entertainment each week for you. You guys ready to talk some TV? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. How, how was your, your TV watching week? It was good. It's good. How was yours? It was good. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Too much, literally, <laughs> to talk about. I couldn't even find room for it our favorite DS designated survivor this week. I, I feel a little bit ashamed. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know how I feel about DS, Mike. Could you not find room, or did you just, did you drop out out of quality reasons? No, I will find oh, okay. in the next few days to, to cram cram that one in, because it's one of my favorite shows to shit on. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that, because... Uh, you don't want to be abandoning Kiefer. He will come and find you. Yeah. This is his new baby, okay? Oh, boy. we got to support him. But let's hop in first um, to American Horror Story, AHS. We're on episode... Is it episode 5? Episode 5, chapter 5. Chapter 5, things got a little bit... Chris, did I hear a rumor that you hopped back back in? You've, you've been watching it? Uh... The rumors are false. Oh my god! If that's what you heard, because I did not. Chris still not into it. Though there was a lot of Twitter talk this week about this episode, it was kind of unavoidable at some take. point. Ooh, a hot take! Here we go. What's new? It was a really good episode of American Horror Story. <laughs> wow! I don't know. <laughs> for for like mid season, okay, late stage American Horror Story, <laughs> like by those standards place where it usually falls apart usually like the middle is usually when it just collapses in on itself um it was a great episode i wouldn't know by those standards by that bar okay okay yeah for me it was i i have some thoughts the big thing that stuck out to me was um just this woman that did not fit that was one of the talking uh the, the green screen people and then she was really i felt so bad at acting that i needed to look her up and it turns out she was an actual historian chris of course is our in-house historian sure. uh, her, her her name was doris kearns good goodwin do you know anything about her chris i've heard that name i don't i don't really know much about her i think she i think she has something to do where she wrote a book about uh, Teddy Roosevelt. But that's pretty much all I know about. Uh, well, which which historian hasn't at some point? <laughs> I know I have, I have two myself. And I'm assuming you haven't you haven't heard, you haven't heard anything about her going to acting school. No, okay. no. Yeah, I agree. That took me by surprise. Wait, what was it? Was it was she like a talking head in the episode? She was a talking head narrating the past of this house. She took us all the way back to the initial construction of the house and its founder, its builder played by okay. American Horror Story staple Evan Peters. He oh, played, wow. I believe his name was Edward Philippi Mott, the distant ancestor of Dandy Mott that we talked about last week that they, they initially referenced. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she was the narrator, historian, who, who took us back to that time. Why? Why? Yeah, as far Why, I, I, I understand the, the want for like the authenticity like, I understand that thought, but, like, it's American Horror Story. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why not just cast someone who could, like, reasonably sell this, this story? <laughs> like, she was horrendous. Her line delivery. She yeah. really... There, there was one moment... You you know, I think one of the, the cornerstones to me of, of lower-level acting when um, you, you can just tell that they're sitting there and she's waiting for her next, like, the next line to be fed so she can spit back the, the answer. I mean, she, I'm sure she's a fine woman and she's 
a great writer and historian, but that's what sort of put me over the edge, and I had I had to know what was going on. So it, it makes sense, at least. Yeah, it was, like, just too, like, inconceivable to, to actually be, like, a real actor. Like, no, in no way would that person ever be cast. To, to play this part who's that bad at, at, at yes. So when, when I first heard this, I I assumed it was her coming in to talk about the history of the Roanoke colony. Uh, uh, we've, we've, already, which, we've already been there. Oh, uh, okay. The Roanoke so I thought it was going to be... That was part of last week. I thought it was going to be her like explaining like in actuality what happened, which probably would have been a lot more natural, but yeah. as far as you guys can tell, this is all fake. She just was reading yeah, fake history. Yeah, she was history. a very fake story. <laughs> oh, that's, very, that's, like, that's, that's odd. Crazy story about, about Evan Peters. About Evan Peters' character. But that aside, if you, were, if you were able to get over that hump to start the episode... <laughs> I thought the actual like content of that that prologue that we got with Evan Peters was was really interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed that performance. I would say I I've pretty great. I've got two negative thoughts. One I'm going to save for later. One does have to do with him, though. I thought that was cool. Um, everything when we come back to like present with Evan Peters, I was just like, okay, like here where he's showing up at random times and leading them places and then he'll disappear and then he'll show back back up again. There was some cool, like when they were walking through uh, the Evan Peters tunnels. Spooky. Yeah, that was a weird... Uh, when like the spooky. light would pass over his face, like his face would like transform into this like ghoulish, shadowy, yeah, <laughs> menacing face. That, that was cool. And it would, it would, we would only get glimpses of it like a few times throughout that scene. But it was spooky. The whole episode, I thought, was like pretty unsettling. There was a lot of like, grisly, up close violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was. We got someone's head being smashed with a hammer. We got uh, that same character torn lim- <laughs> limb from limb to be like harvested into jerky. That would, <laughs> well, we got to be, uh... to be at, eaten by those, those hillbillies. <laughs> We got a very graphic broken leg. Broken ankle. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Bates style misery uh, <laughs> ankle. Wow. <laughs> Shattering. Uh, what else? What else did we get? Well, we got a lot. I mean, so. The, the impalement of that, that spear through through Evan Peters' chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, so Evan Peters takes them, or Mott takes them. And helps them escape because the house is surrounded, and, and we learn in ghost he, form. In ghost form, he's built a series of, uh, of underground tunnels because it was a big long backstory. He's an art collector, and he wanted an escape route, but he ends up bringing them right into the hands of the redneck people that we've dealt with uh, a bit through mm. this season, and uh, we get a big uh, taste. Relatives of the Feral Boys, yeah, and they're pissed. <laughs> about what's happened to the Feral Boys, and we get a taste—no pun intended—even though I've said it twice—about what those rednecks are all about, and they have—they've caught Doctor Elias, and he's back again. No, no tape needed. He was—he was really back um, hmm. for a few minutes, <laughs> and uh, you know they sort of give us a little bit that they're sort of working with the butcher, uh, and they're. They tried to buy the house, so all this stuff wouldn't keep keep happening. And uh, I guess that sort of leads me to my next point. So they escape, and they get get back to the house. Kathy Bates attempts to capture Flora again. Kathy Bates' son betrayal. Yeah. And we know Mike's a big fan of Kathy Bates' character's son, right? Yeah, Wes Bentley. Um, got a few more wonderful line deliveries from him with that, that awful accent. And, they, uh, and he just sort of, out of the blue, has this crisis of conscience and decides to murder his already dead ghost mother. I don't know how that works. It was really out of the blue, wasn't it? He's just been hundreds of years yeah. carrying on with this. Very little set up to that, to that scene. Uh, but here's why I liked the episode a lot. Yes. That there, that there was just the one clear goal for these characters from the very beginning, 
and that's to escape from this nightmare, nightmarish hell, alive. And it's just played out throughout the entire episode. They're just on the run, trying to free themselves of, of this this murdering death colony. And and that's it. We're, we're with them, we are rooting for them to survive, and it's mostly played very well, very interestingly, and it's it's just rare to get that kind of like narrowed, focused episode of American Horror Story. Like Usually there's 12 different things going on at once, most of it all done horribly, but... <laughs> But but that's why that's why I liked it, and I thought it was suspenseful. It there was a lot of momentum that carried it through from scene to scene. Um, there were certain, there were ob- obvious apparent issues um, with starting with the horrible acting of the, <laughs> of the re- real life historian right off the bat too. Uh, I thought the they final act it. itself, the conclusion of of that arc, wasn't done necessarily well. Mm. It was just kind of yada yada. Wes Bentley's going to kill Kathy Bates. That'll be the end. Um, but I think it, it cl- mostly closed this chapter of the season. And uh, pretty s- satisfying. I would feel the same way. And it brings up a question: Where are we going, Mike? Where are we going yeah, from I here? Mean, we we already know from Ryan Murphy that there is the, a clear like split in the season. Um, the first five episodes are going to play out this one arc, and then the rest after that will be something else entirely. So, I really don't know. Uh, could, could I'm really interested to find out. A, a different group of people? Is, is that possible? I, I have no idea. A different, All, a different episode? I, I did watch scenes for next week. I, I never do that, but I was just mm-hmm. kind of wanted to get an idea. And it only glimpsed this one scene of Shane Jackson, who's in the opening credits in last season, hasn't appeared at all this season. Okay. Um, he looked like some sort of reporter, some sort of, um, I don't know who he was, oh, I on, did. walking on camera. I, I saw that, yeah, that was a very brief clip. I mean, I guess there's only two ways it can go. Either we, now we're going to transition into current times with these people, or it's going to be a different I mean, episode. I, I have to, obviously, I think it's going to be related to the, these first five episodes. I just don't know how it's going to be. So, uh, I'm pretty pretty excited, pretty amped for next week. I'm uh, it's not something I usually find myself <laughs> saying mid-season American Horror Story. Mm. I'll be looking forward to it. There's lots to look forward to. Uh, any any other thoughts moving forward, Mike? Think, uh, good episode, good way to close out this arc, and I'm ready for next week. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Uh, Brutal, hmm. savage episode. It'll be. Uh, that was mostly very good. It'll be interesting for for next week. Let's move on to something uh, slightly less brutal. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Come on. Great, great episode, right? Come on. Absolutely. Yes. I w- I liked it a lot, but I don't. I think it was my least favorite episode of the season so far. Wow. How dare you? Yeah, I liked it a lot. What I just thought Montague fan. Uh, I thought. Some of the stuff, some of the things that they were trying to say in this episode were a little too on the nose through oh, this, sure. uh, where it could have been a little bit more subtle, and it didn't really do much to, which I think could definitely be a problem going forward if they don't, this could definitely be a problem going forward if they don't actually do anything with these characters, if it's just these characters just, in this episode, literally sitting here and discussing things. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, but right now, that's not a problem. But I'm but saying in the future... isn't a plot-driven show. I'm saying in the future, if they don't move the story forward it's not, somehow... That's not what the show is. You're missing the point about what the show I'm is. I'm not saying it's a problem right now. If they never d- even touch his rising rap career again, you wouldn't have a problem. First of all, I don't think that's true. I, don't, I think every week we get a little bit more glimpse into... The evolution of his career, but that is just—that's tangential at this point. Like the show is about these characters in this world and literally everything else. No, I I agree, but there still has to be some thread to move the story forward as to what. As long as it's delivering like high-caliber, fascinating glimpses into this world on a a week-to-week basis, I I don't care what the show is. I think we learned something about. 
Paperboy is not your classic stereotype of a rapper. I, sure. I think we learned that he's very accepting. Oh, yeah, we learned things about the characters, but not... Like, it's, it, this this episode didn't push the story forward well, at all. It's the story of him trying to make money. Which I'm not... <laughs> you mean that one line where he talks to her off-camera? <laughs> he's trying to make, <laughs> make money. This, this, this idea that, that Earn scores... Paperboy. This <laughs> local. This like panel discussion about, about <laughs> race and society and these social issues on this like shitty public access and Paperboy thinks he's making money but he finds out he's not. Like okay. I I, lo- I just that, that I loved it. Concept yeah. I think was really funny. I also love that Mo- Montague just keeps he wants to make a fight. He wants to like call out pa- Paperboy so much, and Noah. One of the the just pa- Paperboy's reactions and facial expressions were so funny yeah. throughout the whole thing. Like they they open with uh, pa- Paperboy's K- Caitlyn Jenner rant on Twitter. <laughs> that's so funny and, and then he's quoting he's quoting lyrics about K- Caitlyn Jenner from Paperboy song that's oh, that's man. so funny and uh, it, it was just such a um, <laughs> such a funny setting I thought it was interesting it's clearly su- su- supposed to be like BET but it also had this like very very local access feel yeah. <laughs> like I Oh, someone God. someone who's worked in in cable access. Yeah, <laughs> I could uh, I could relate to a lot of uh, a lot of what that that Montague show is all about. <laughs> so just from that that perspective, I, I really liked it. So a couple other thoughts. Uh, one of the big running. Uh, obviously threads through this episode were the the commercials now i was confused at that first dodge commercial i was thinking it was a real commercial yeah uh and it's a slow burn they just continued getting progressively more insane yeah <laughs> yeah the uh the dodge the what was it arizona arnold palmer yeah prices on the can <laughs> the that, that animated the can. uh Serial parody commercial. That was yeah. the deepest. Brutal. I think yeah. is that one of the uh, commercials you thought were a little too on the nose. Uh, I think just been. the entire episode was a little, a little on the nose. Yeah, I mean it's funny, but it's it's on the nose. The Swisher Sweets. Swisher. <laughs> I like the Swisher Sweets one. And then uh, the one for like the new age. You, you call in and talk to the guy. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a little tidbit about that. Okay. Uh, I called the guy's number. Mm, well, I noticed it was a real number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Like a it wasn't five, a five, 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 five. Yeah. And it went to a. Uh, it went to an answering machine where he uh, he said that he's uh, unavailable due a, due to a brief I- I- incarceration, <laughs> and that uh, I should leave a message with my number, and that his people would get that get back to me. <laughs> it's true. And did you? I did not. Mm. I did not leave my my number, and I did not want that man to have it. Um, yeah, the the commercials to me they were so they were so funny. What a, what a crazy so episode. so innovative and just like out of this world and <laughs> just a, a joy to watch. I, I I loved them. It was so yeah. funny. It was so funny that uh, another uh, another big thing I want to, to talk about the the. Transracial mm-hmm. kid, the thirty-year-old white man. Highlight of the episode. <laughs> that was yeah. unbelievably funny. I could really relate when he walked in the bar and asked about uh, IPAs on tap. It's <laughs> 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 like, wow, that's uh, that's me right there. <laughs> so he he did a great job. Yeah, some of the classic lot. La- I'm a systems engineer for Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it revealed though that he wasn't? Yeah, no, he, he wasn't. said he worked at, at the mall. But his, but in his real life, he is a systems engineer at Coca-Cola. <laughs> and when he, uh, he's he's walking by like a guy being questioned by two two cops, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "Officers, this is definitely the guy." I, I live <laughs> yeah. here and I've never seen him. Yeah. That was so. And then it's revealed at the end that he is like this this horrible like bigoted monster of a man, and and it it served as this like point of 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 union for Paperboy and the transgender activist woman. Yeah, side of my thought was just a smart 
subversion of, of expectations. That was very cool. They, they end up agreeing, even though Montague continues <laughs> to try to spark Wants to fan the flames. The end of the episode, like... M- M- Montague has has been boiled down to just yelling like you, your music like hate, you you hate women or like and and M- Montague and the uh, thinker day was De- Deborah the uh, the the other woman yeah. she, mm-hmm. they're just very they 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 agree and it's very calm and, uh, <laughs> and then yeah we just get that you hate woman yell from M- M- Montague and the uh, nice. Facial reaction from from Paperboy. Might be one of the best characters. Well, not it's not really a question anymore. He is one of the best characters on TV right now. Paperboy. He's great. He's really good. Did you guys? That actor is. Well, you should watch Vice Principals, man. You should watch Vice Principals. He's in there. Is he really? Mm Mm-hmm. In the back half of the season. But uh, did you guys see the preview for next week's episode? No. No. Uh. It's not really a spoiler, but it was all Darius, which doesn't it doesn't confirm it doesn't confirm that it's an all Darius episode, but it was just him talking to a man we've never seen before. So <laughs> that's what I love about the show. It's just week to week, it just surprises you in really like impressive ways. It can just be anything it wants to be, it can be. We've had like twenty seconds of Donald Glover screen time in, in the past two two weeks. I know, I'm yeah. okay with that. Like I've, I said last week, I don't think Ern is. I think he's towards the bottom end of uh, interesting characters on, on that show. Not that he isn't interesting, but uh, Paperboy and certainly Darius, I think, are. I'm, I'm much more interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's keep watching. We'll keep everyone updated, but let's let's do some quick hits, huh? Sure. So, Mike, I know me and you have been watching DS. That's designated survivor. That's our uh, that's our term for it, DS. Um, but not this week, huh? I yeah, I dropped the ball on DS. Wait, you're saying everyone doesn't call it DS? Well, on the internet, maybe soon. It's something that we we can push and hopefully right. uh, DS. You know? Okay. Now I don't want to spoil anything for you. Mike. Please don't. Okay. Know what? I'll drop you one little tidbit that'll make you look forward to it. Not a spoiler. Didn't know that was possible. Well, it's not a spoiler. Um, zero son storyline this this week. Zero. Wow, that's the, big. The shitty drug dealing son? None of it. Okay. We didn't have time big. for it. That's progress. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's coming back. Addition by subtraction. Although, uh, although that really would be great if we never see him again. Did the show like make up for the son's lack of screen time by by delivering something like actually decent and worth spending time with? Um, know what? I'm, I'm struggling because I I don't want to uh, spoil it. Of course, Th- there was a couple of. Big big things happened okay. um, that definitely moved us forward a bit. You want to give us a general thumbs up, thumbs down? Um, well, are we talking in the general scheme of things or like DS? Just like how baseline? you how you feel right DS now. DS baseline. DS baseline is a big th- thumbs up. Big thumbs <laughs> up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Overall. <laughs> might, might check that out later today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean... I, I don't want to get you too pump, pumped up. Be, pay close attention. Oh, DS I baseline. Will, I don't have to get my hopes up. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no sun. A uh, couple of in, interesting things. Okay. I think uh, Kiefer's starting to, to come, come into his own. That's what he's doing. <laughs> um, he's not scared anymore. How about, uh, Mike, how about a little This Is Us check-in? This Is Us just aired its third episode this past week. And... I'm really digging that show. Uh, what are you, two episodes in? Two episodes this, in, yeah, one mind. This is the third episode. Um, yeah, it's just a really decent, lovely family drama. And um, the the writing and the acting and the dialogue can be corny as hell sometimes. <laughs> That's the problem I had with with it. Uh, it still on a week to week basis I, I find it delivering like really like powerful interesting moments with these characters uh, right now I think probably the most the best 
aspect of the show right now is with Sterling K. Brown involving um, his reacquaintance, reacquaintance with the father who abandoned him uh, when he was first mm-hmm. born, and okay. the, this past episode really delved deeper into into that. He, and it, it, it opens with a really lovely montage involving his biological parents first meeting. It, it, the whole scene is scored to this, this one song. I don't believe there's any dialogue. And it just tells the story of them meeting on this bus and over time sort of falling away to, to drugs and eventually becoming pregnant and him having no choice but to abandon his son at the fire station. And that really sort of set the tone for the preceding episode. And I, I really liked it. Can I ask you a question about this week's episode? Sure. Now, at the end of the second episode, Mandy Moore shows up. Whoa. <laughs> and she's got some pretty bad makeup on. <laughs> not <laughs> as bad. Pretty bad as old as person makeup on. Not as bad on. as Miguel. I didn't. I thought the, the yeah, man that she was that's with true. was even worse. Yeah. Mm. Mandy Moore playing an old person? Yeah, her character is... Yeah, she's playing. She plays their mother. She plays the three characters' mother. Really? Because so, we see flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, most of Mandy Moore's storyline takes place in like the 1970s when she first, when her and her husband first give birth to these kids. And okay. Then seeing like raising them throughout the early, early years of their life. But in present day, we, we get old Mandy Moore. <laughs> yeah. Like the surprise at the end of the episode I saw was like them walking through the door. Uh. And I thought they didn't, they spent a long time not showing the face, so I thought they were going to recast her, which seems like it would have been better. A better way to go, because it really is unconvincing. Like seeing Sterling K. Brown, who's probably older than Mandy Moore in real life, (laughs) like calling her mom, calling her mom. (laughs) Like it's just, I don't know if she, like people would. People as they age, they 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 gain weight. Their voice changes, <laughs> yeah. like their skin sags. You know, like there's there was really little of that at all. Like there was just some prosthetic makeup, like on her face. And that, that was it. Like I don't know, her her hair was a little different. Like maybe adding some gray hair would have would have worked. Out. She still had her 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 like pristine brunette. Are you saying Mandy Moore is not going to stay beautiful into her old age, Mike? This is... I mean, anything's possible in, in Hollywood. Na- Nashua's own Mandy Moore. Yeah, she went to our high school. What is really the the definition of beautiful, Mike? Is it is, is she... Uh, well, she, there's, no one's denying Mandy Moore's inner beauty. Okay. I think she's probably a, a wonderful, wonderful woman. Mike, is, is. is Kiefer Sutherland beautiful to you? I've heard Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland's kind of an asshole. I've heard that as well. Has Kiefer had any cosmetic su- surgery? I don't know. He's looking a little strange to me in some DS. We, we we can talk about this next next week. I watched a documentary about um, Kiefer Sutherland like bankrolling this band, bankrolling their tour across Europe or something. Wow. And uh, through the documentary, he like drop he like drops out halfway through their like tour, <laughs> and really screws them over. It paints him in a very bad light. <laughs> Well, he did it in the first place, Chris. That's true. It's Beggars true. can't be true. It's, it's true. He did. Yeah. I know nothing about this, but uh, yeah, that's all alleged as well. Let me. He allegedly drew get back to this. Old people. No one's saying old people aren't beautiful. <laughs> They're just beautiful in a different way than when they were thirty years younger. Well, we can't all be up to your standards just, anyway. What? We can't all be up to your beauty standards well, anyway. Well, yeah, my original question was, was it a distraction as much as it was oh, at the no, end of that episode? I think if they limit it, like, she wasn't in too many scenes oh, okay. at, at that age. Um, if they can find a way to limit it, then maybe. Or if they can find a way to improve upon it, absolutely. But I, I don't think it would be wise for the show to spend too much time with that character in present day, just because it doesn't look great. Okay. We'll have to see where it goes. I've uh, got a couple of thoughts about a little show. Uh, I think I'm the only one watching it. The Strain. <gasps> That's but, not true. I watch it. You dropped. You dropped the. No, you dropped. I didn't drop. Have you watched the current season? I have watched. I fi- it took me three sittings, but I finally finished the premiere of season three. Yeah, I thought you dropped after the premiere. <laughs> No. Okay, I dropped after season Do one. Do not confuse me dropping a show with me being many episodes behind on a show. Okay. 
I think one of my, uh, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay. What do we have? What, one more season left? Didn't you you tell me that? Yeah. No, it's it's unconfirmed. I thought that was confirmed. Well, well, that'll be fine. Differing reports. Um, my favorite thing about this season has been this ongoing them just, you know, not even trying to hide their pushing of their new term for the zombie creatures. Strigoi? No, no, no. Munchers. Munchers? You may Munchers. not have seen it in the first episode. In one of the episodes, the um, the city councilwoman lady uh, goes like, you know, says something to another character like, oh, how's how, how are things going with the munchers? And then he goes like, what? And then she goes like, oh, yeah, I heard a guy say say that. Like, th- this is literally how it was in, in introduced. Oh, yeah, I, I heard, like, someone I know call, calls them that. That's, that's what I do. Now everyone's calling them munchers. Oh, boy. I wow. think it's munchers. Yeah, yeah. They just call them vamps. Well, they're trying... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... They're munchers. It's their term, okay? Well, they've, they've decided this season. They want it to be like walkers in The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's that's a good. They want to coin their own. That's turn. exactly what's happening. It would have been great if they thought of this in uh, in season well, one. Of uh, of course, I think we have still only gone through like three days of real world time in three. It's taken the sh- <laughs> taken the the world of that show like three full seasons to finally grapple with this, this vampire apocalypse <laughs> that was pretty apparent from like halfway through season one. But it to, took it took a long time. To be fair, I think it's literally been a week since the beginning of season one. I th- I think we're talking like I don't know about a week. It's certainly been less than a month. I, oh, I yeah. agree with you there. I think it's been at most a couple of weeks. I really don't don't know, but it's really funny how these characters are like because we've been with them for several seasons. Like they're acting like they've known each other for so long, but they really have only known each other for like. <laughs> Two weeks max. Like, that's, true. that's funny. They're like some, some ragtag family. There's also I'm I'm not going to go into it. There's a storyline with the uh, with the son that is just. Oh, I am pretty enough. I'm pretty up. To, well, not I don't, I don't know if I'm up to date, but I think I have a good understanding of, of what's going on with the son. Is that he he was kidnapped at the end of last season? It is now yeah. being held hostage by his vampire mother to. Yeah. To uh, to leverage uh, his father, Corey Stoll, into giving over that book, right? Yes, that was sort of covered in the the premiere. This is not a spoiler, but the son most recently has been given a a pet muncher, for <laughs> lack of a better term, and oh their bonding God. scenes are just so like, ugh. well, the son is a, the actor playing the son is absolutely brutal. Yeah. Bad child actor. He's a downgrade. He's been recast. Yeah, they, they've downgraded him. Although maybe that's how they want him to act. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not too into it. I'm gonna keep watching though because the story as a whole. I. I, I like stories like this, and uh, it interests me. So uh, if I have like a free like seven hours some point over the next few few weeks i i'd hope to carve it out to make make some room i it is along with designated survivor it is one of my my yes favorite shows to to watch and then (laughs) subsequently shit all over well i hope you do so we can that was one of the great joys i think for all of us our friend group in the first season was we all watched it and we all sort of universally came to this understanding that it was a very, very bad show. So on a week-to-week yeah. basis, we would sort of convene and talk about <laughs> the awfulness of the episode of that week. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And then most of most everyone abandoned ship at, at some point in the first season, but well, we, we've, we've stayed true to the show. Now that we're all on board with calling them munchers, I think we'll uh, everything will be a lot smoother now. It's a lot more, more mainstream. Well, the cool, the cool thing about calling them walkers in The Walking Dead is that The Walking Dead takes place in a world where zombies don't exist. Like, zombie media doesn't exist in that world. Uh, so there's no reason why, if that were to happen, they would call them zombies. It would just be some random term. Yeah, that's... So, they call, so like, every faction that they meet, some most people call them walkers, but some people call them, like... Like, every faction of people that they meet has varying terms. Because, like, people in New England might call them something different than, like... There's no reason why everyone would call them zombies, you know? Uh, well, seems like they're taking the 
shortcut way to kind of get something like that well, in we the call stream. Them munchers because she heard some some guy say <laughs> that's why we all right. call them the munchers now, and that's just the, the the way it is. So we'll keep we'll keep up uh, up with this. Uh, you guys were, were watching some some new comedy on on HBO, right? Yeah, we both watched Insecure, one of the multiple new comedies coming out. Well, I did say to Chris, try to watch the HBO, the new HBO comedies this week. Uh, I thought that it was pretty clear implication to watch the the two new comedies that (laughs) premiered this week. Chris took it another way. He only watched one of the two that premiered this week and another one there. And and one that premiered the week prior. There was two. I watched all. I watched High Maintenance as well as Insecure. I'll talk about High Maintenance next week. But uh, High Maintenance is very good. You should watch it. But I ended up watching Insecure. I didn't watch Divorce. But what did you think of Insecure? Um, I don't think I'm going to be continuing with Insecure. I thought it was it was fine. It, yeah, it was just it okay. Had, it had an interesting uh, point of view for, of the, the the writer creator main main star, but just kind of unremarkable just inessential kind of show for me at least i didn't for me personally i don't find much of a reason to, to need to continue with all the other shows every week that i that i need to watch like um, the strain that show designated survivor <laughs> american horror yeah, story yeah but i agree with you it was good not great uh i might i'll the thing that got me to want to check out the second episode uh coming up is that did you watch the season preview no uh, the oh, season the, preview was pretty good. Do you recall the, the main character and actress of the of the show like plugging that? Yeah, it was really weird. It, it was really weird before the episode aired to watch it. Uh, and that it was a good preview, so I'll I'll at least give it a shot next week. Yeah, it was it was a fine show. I, I I don't have too many things wrong with it. That I didn't find too many things that were wrong with it, but I just didn't love it enough to really care to watch it going forward. Yeah. Which one was this? Insecure. Insecure. Okay. So Good music. Go forward. I will. Okay. Good music in that episode, though. Yeah, it was good. Fine. Did you watch a, another one, Mike? Yes. The, the other HBO comedy that premiered this week that I had asked Chris to watch that he didn't watch, Divorced. Um, now, I can say this with a reasonable certainty. That was a bad pilot, bad premiere, <laughs> and probably a very bad show. Maybe Chris well, in my know. mind, in my mind, Sarah Jessica Parker has a blank check at HBO where she can just do whatever she wants because of Sex in the City. So I feel she, she might have had this idea or she, she strong-armed her way into this role uh, that she probably wasn't perfect for. No, it, it, it wasn't Je- Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker's fault that it's not a very good show. It's, it's it's about this this cu- this married couple that decide to divorce. That's that's it, and it's just just these two mostly very unlikable, unrelatable characters. Or maybe they're relatable. I don't know. This this unlikable characters, this unlikable just tone and mood, and it's just kind of depressing. And these people that that, that clearly hate each other, and it's just like I didn't understand why they were even together in the first place. I I read this this I forget who it was, I don't know who to attribute this quote to on Twitter, but someone said, in, in order for you to care about them divorcing, you have to care about why they were together in the first place. Mm. You have to care about them as people. And they, I don't think the premiere, the pilot, did anything to make me care at all about them as people and about their relationship and certainly about their divorce. You describe this as the new HBO comedy? It, it's a bit, you know, it's a half hour comedy. I mean, I, know, I mean, she, the yeah. show isn't Sarah Jessica devoid. Parker's a comedian, comedic humor. actress. It's not like just this depressing slog. It, like it tries to be to be funny and, and, and entertaining, but does not succeed. I think they, they should hire you to sell this this show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. So I'm out on that. Any okay. other quick hits for us this week, guys? I'm all, I'm all set. We we cover everything, right? Yeah, I think so. In that case, we can move on to our uh, our big new new baby, Westworld. Mm-hmm. You both tuned in, right? Yep. So much stuff this week. Give me your your thoughts. Uh, so this week we saw a little bit more of the world in general. We learned a little bit more about the park, and it did what I 
thought it was going to do. Like the the pilot was a good encapsulated, not an encapsulated story, but it had its own beginning, middle, and end. It had this big set piece moment with the heist, and I feel like this is now it's settling into a groove of all right. This is a full season. We're gonna have to start to flesh out these characters and. Not every episode is going to be this big bombastic thing, even though they did try with the the uh, man in black down in Mexico. It seemed his big fight scene, which was cool, but it obviously wasn't as crazy as the heist. But I I, I liked the episode. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked the we started to learn about the maze, the mystery of the maze. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what did you guys think? Last week. Uh, yeah, I like I said last week. I liked the pilot. I didn't love it. Um, I thought it it was a little bit too broad in its um, introduction of, of this world and these characters. I, for, for that reason alone, I liked this episode a lot more, sure. just because it really narrowed that focus a little bit. It sort of only told um, primarily like two or three stories. I felt like we got um, Andy Newton's Maeve. Um, her story was, was the primary focus probably yeah as well as the new character of of william that we that we met yeah mm-hmm. um and so yeah just for that reason alone I, I really liked it and it really sort of settled into this like you said groove hopefully for the rest of the season maybe maybe every episode going forward we're going to get like the show's going to really narrow down on, on certain characters within this world and start telling their stories in a more more focused way mm-hmm. compact way absolutely and i i do want to dive a bit deeper into what happened and uh discuss some some questions that i had with with you guys i do have one thing that is that is killing me though and this is just sort of a general question what is stopping the guests from taking just a blunt object or a knife or something and killing each each other or killing like that's a good. What is stopping them? I was. I kind of wondered that same thing. I don't think there's anything stopping them, unless. I mean, this hasn't been confirmed one way or another. This is like a virtual reality simulation mm. that that they're existing in. Like we don't really know. I think, I think it's definitely not this, a virtual reality situ- so, huh? situ- I think it's definitely not a virtual reality because they have to sculpt faces and they had so much yeah. corporeal things. Let's. That that still remains unclear, though, just how this this works. Yeah, yeah. It works. Let's say both of you are guests, okay? Mm-hmm. And this isn't even... I'm not even talking about necessarily, like, wanting, you know, anything against someone in someone's mind. I'm just talking about, like, accidental. Let's say, Chris, you, you both don't know each other. Chris comes. He thinks he's off on a fun storyline. He's doing all, all this thing. He's shooting bad guys. Chris decides, okay, this seems like someone I need to kill. I'm gonna slice his throat. What's what if he thinks you're you're one of the 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 part of the cast? But what if Chris just accidentally slices your throat? It must have happened. That's a good like, question. This is crazy. Yeah, I really don't know the answer. Yeah, unless unless every object in the park is like specially designed, and like the fork you're eating with or the knife you're eating with, and like the like dolls. Do the guests have like real functioning guns that they're killing the hosts with? Like when when a guest shoots a host, they bleed and they die. But when a host shoots a guest, it appears like these this blanks that sort of bounce off their their chests. I don't understand. What I was reading online, a theory, and I think I think the theory was based off the movie is how how it worked in the movie. And obviously, there's a suspension of disbelief where you just kind of at some point you just have to go with it. Um, but they felt that it was an IR sensor on the gun, so if I was looking at you, and these robots don't have any heat off of them, so the IR sensor would say, no heat, can shoot, any heat at all, it shoots a blank. Uh, but obviously there's a lot, of pro- a lot of problems with that, like uh, if you're behind a wall, you shoot through the wall, accidentally killing someone, so it probably doesn't work that way. That was one of the biggest moments of the episode, though. Did you see the man in black has some sort of special gun? <laughs> did he have a special gun, or did oh, he yeah. just shoot through a wall? No, and he spends quite a lot of time switching the bullets. He like it's very slow and agonizing how he's switching bullets in and out, and then his gun is clearly it has two two barrels, 
I watched this episode three three times. Three times? There's two barrels. Well, pistols sometimes can have two barrels. He has a special gun that he can shoot through a wall. <laughs> but guns can go through... I, the wall that I remember being shot through was, like, clay or, like, sandstone. It can easily be shot through. Okay, so that was a big moment. That was supposed to be a big moment. It was, it was a big moment because it was cool. No, but we had to watch him change the ammunition. Well, also, like, there's... There's, uh... You know, hollow point versus regular bullets. Hollow points can go through things a, lot, a little deeper. And I'm not saying that there's not a chance that he does have a special gun. I'm just saying from I what I've seen. He has a gun that can kill people, <laughs> and he left Dolores a gun that can kill kill people. That's that's what I think. Okay. Let me ask you guys a couple questions. Back to these, these new arrivals, William and Logan. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that whole storyline, and then I have some, some thoughts myself. Any thoughts, guys? Well, on the subject of them, I inadvertently overheard a theory that involving those two that I think is 100% true. Okay. And I prefer not to talk about it, because uh, I really wish I hadn't heard overheard that, and I think anyone who does hear it didn't want to, they would be disappointed because diminishes the high likeliness of it of it being correct. Yeah, I saw a video on YouTube that said a likely a likely like this Westworld theory is probably true, and I decided not to click on it. About I don't know about what, but I just uh, after I saw that. Okay, Mike, but is yours about like where their story is going? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's just the the very nature of, of that story and why it's part of the show. I think is is of pretty grand importance to the to the to the story and in certain characters. Okay, well, I'm gonna throw something out. I don't think it's what you're talking about, but if it is, we'll we'll, we'll cut it out. Did you read this online? I, I didn't read this. Or is it just a feeling? Just a feeling that, that you had. Like I've I've read about this, but it's not like I was reading like this is some crazy thing that we think is going to happen with the story. Okay, it's nothing like. Like that, but I think it seems like they are not in the present. Is that what your spoiler was? Partly, yeah. I think it's pretty clear that they're not in the present, though. I don't think that's some big, big thing. Not in, you mean like the story doesn't take place in the present? Yeah. I think, like yeah, it takes place in the future. No, specifically those two characters are a past story. Oh, their their storyline is not happening with the rest of the story. You that that was your your well, big thing. You, you're not obviously you're not painting the entire picture, but I, that is I think a part of this this theory that I think is true. I don't know the rest of your theory. All all I know is that it it seems like that's not happening in the present day, like the Westworld logo looks com- completely different. The storylines when they walk into the town are clearly older storylines. Like, they're not the story... Like, there's a band of soldiers that are standing in town and, in, like, t- talking about the war instead of whatever it was, the the sheriff, like, looking to go go and hang, hang someone. I think... Now, I mean, what yeah, is that? I mean, it's, right, it's right there to, like, investigate for yourself if you want to. Um, so... So well, certainly it's not a huge, like, su- veiled surprise, but... Well, okay. Well, if you think... As, as, with, any good, as with any good <laughs> twist, I mean, it's all the, all the evidence is right in front of you, if you really want to dive deep in, into it. So so we'll see in the following episodes if that's if that's the case. We'll, we'll, we'll learn more I, probably in the next few. Yeah. Okay, um, sorry, I didn't think that was a huge thing. It's it's not right. There, there's more to what you're you're talking yeah, about about these is. secret yeah, internet yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, Chris, you you didn't feel any of that. I didn't know any of that. No. Well, I thought it was it was interesting. It's like um, I think there's there's a lot that could happen from from that. I don't know what it is, but I thought it was really cool to see how things had changed. I mean, wasn't it pretty obvious? Like, they go into town and there's different stuff. Like, 
it's it has nothing to to do with with what we've been every seeing. scene is just packed with so much yeah information um this, both episodes have just been so jammed so i mean it, it is i didn't pick up on that in my first viewing my only viewing it was a theory that i heard um that really made me think think that okay so i think probably a lot of viewers probably didn't pick up on that but uh, for those that yeah, are I paying didn't. attention certainly you know, i mean it's right there to to, to grab onto what do you guys think about what happened with the man in black this this episode I think that could fine. they could potentially be the coolest part of the series if there is this deeper game. I, I did sort of like that moment where these two like engineers were like sort of watching like the, the bird's eye view of what was going on in in that that scene. And they were like, he and they, one one said to the other, like, he can do whatever he wants. He's been playing this game a long time. Like he, he's a VIP. Yeah, I think was that the head security guy that that said that? I think so. That made me wonder, what do they do to slow someone down? Also made me think about, why is, if everything is so safe, why is there this, like, hardcore armed security force? Like, uh, why? Well, they they referenced incidents in the past. They said, like, um, like, there hasn't been a incident since, I think in the first episode, they said there hasn't been an, an incident in X amount of months or whatever. They said, so there's probably problems that happened in the Maybe past. In the event that some guest goes goes rogue and tries to murder other guests. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but or accidentally slices someone's throat as I as I yeah. was was saying before. Yeah. Um, but I bet uh, to your question, I bet they slow people down. In 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 that scene, he's he's the security guy asks if they should send more like more people in to fight him. And he declines. So that's probably one way they slow people down, is they uh, send in, I like, see. a bunch of people. I see. Um, yeah, lots of interesting stuff with that. Um, so do you think he's... And we see with, with Dr. Ford that, like, really cool-looking, like, black steeple thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is that, you think, where the little girl told the man in black to go? Because we saw the snake... She was talking about going where the snake lays its eggs or whatever. Is that, you think, where all this stuff is heading, that black steeple building? Maybe, yeah. underground? What? No, it's just like a thing above ground in, in the desert. Like I know, but it could have, but it could have been the top, the top of a building that's under, that's buried. Like, like a lost city. Yeah. I see. I was thinking it, it was just like a little, like a little church thing, like a little steeple thing. Yeah. Well, that could have... Okay, that makes more sense to me now, too. Like, what if there was a city there at one point, and then they did some reconstruction? And that's and just the... And then when he's talking to the kid, he's like, oh, can't you see the white church here? Yeah. The church bell or whatever. That's interesting. What did you guys think about that interaction with Dr. Ford and the kid? Well, I, I think if... Well, at first, I thought he was a real kid. You thought that was a real boy? Yeah. I, th- I I thought it was real too. He says, "Oh, I lost." He says, "My family." Blah 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 blah. I, I never thought it was he was real. Why, did, why would he have I a kid come out? Someone, again, I overheard this as well. That this isn't that significant. That that the idea that that little boy is a younger version of uh, Ford that, that he, he created in hmm. a young boy in his own image at that, at that age. I've heard that too, and I think it's it's either definitely true or something like that is true because they were so similar they had the same memories like he said oh my dad used to say, say say that too but how did you know that that wasn't a real boy why why would there I be just, one of those in the middle of the he, desert i just he had, that was just my first initial impression okay. that he wasn't a real boy all right isn't it more likely though that a little kid got lost and his parents said he could go travel? Then they set up a little boy in the middle <laughs> of the desert. I didn't get the sense that that was like a, a real like child of this time period. Like he he seemed just kind of like like a like an elevated figure, like a different era. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, well, some people picked up on the past time thing. Well, to be fair, he's a, of a much more recent era. If he's supposed to be Doctor Ford as, as a child, right? Because Doctor Ford wasn't born in the Wild West. <laughs> well, that that child was made to think that he was, probably. You know, another this was those implanted. Things. Yeah, 
Another classic Dr. Ford moment in this episode. Uh, <laughs> already, there, there are already classic Dr. Ford moments? Yeah. There well, are. He has some great as, lines. As someone that's watched it three times, oh, Mike, okay. still only the overall comprehension of someone that's watched it maybe half a time. Um, but yes, there are classic moments. I, I thought it was so funny. I'm not sure if it made sense when Dr. Ford shits all over Lee's uh, Odyssey on Red that. River. I, I enjoy seeing that character. In, uh, in, in pain. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they showed him earlier, or was it this episode or last episode? He's yelling at one of the the designers and slams the plate. The, yeah. You watch the episode three times, you don't know which episode it's in. <laughs> that's that's correct. Um, my question there: Why they've said previously that Doctor Ford takes like no interest in these storylines? They've like they have all these storylines that seem to be like. <laughs> of lesser quality than this storyline. Why all all of a sudden now he he cares very deeply that there has to be a deeper meaning to it. Uh, well, I, I was theorizing that if there is this deeper game that he's created, then any new storyline that he hasn't overseen personally might interfere with that game. Uh, interfere with something okay. that he set up below. Oh, and also, uh, he's really into these these subconscious memories. The reveries that were talked about in the first episode. Yeah. So he might have those in mind where it's like, I can't have my people, I can't have my creations I mean, having this memory. I get the sense that he's just sort of having like a crisis of conscience or faith with this, mm. with this park. And he's just sort of searching for that deeper meaning. He's kind of tired of this, this artifice that, that this, this writer is trying to implement into to the world that he's made. And he, and he is just on a quest to for for this deeper meaning for this world to to matter in a in a more like emotional mm-hmm. historical way. What do you guys think about that in relation to when Dr. Ford's talking to Bernard about the I think it's the the malfunction that they that they've seen in Dolores's dad? About how he he went home, and it's like, usually when stuff had happened like that before, he they usually just freak out on the spot, whereas he went home and thought about it. Yeah. And then, in that same way, what do you think about Bernard being a little bit shady when discussing with anyone Dolores' issues? And he's having the private one-on-one conversations with her. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Does he... Is it something shady? Is it just... And that That is really intriguing to me. That, along with how doc, Dr. Ford's acting, mm-hmm. what is going on with that? There's some malfunction that Bernard is very hesitant to really look look into. Is it something that he wants to happen? I don't know. going to have to find out. All good questions, I'm really, really not sure. Well, I watched the episode three times, didn't think it was the top of a church. Yep. But it's black, right? It, it was all black. Yeah, the first time I thought it looked kind of like a like a buoy, like a buoy with a like a black buoy with a cross on top. Then I, then when he gave the speech, I realized what was going on. Very interesting. Also, for all, for anyone else out there that is listening who's that's played Fallout Four, a lot of what's going on here mirrors Fallout 4. I was thinking that same thing. Yep. No, I don't think I ever played Fallout 4. But I think nope. I did play Fallout 3. In fact, 3. there's a little boy made in someone's image. <laughs> a little robot boy made in someone's image to be a younger version just, of someone this, else. This is the open world, like, find your own story. Well, the nature of, of this of Westworld even is very reminiscent of, of, that, of that video. Any, any open world games, but even more specifically in Fallout 4, takes place in Boston where a alternate MIT creates lifelike uh, androids. Ah. And you don't know, and, you, and they're released into the actual world, and you, it's kind of like Battlestar Galactica, you don't know who's an android and who's not. I've heard some, or I've, I've seen some stuff online about other ways that this really is like a video game. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, just this clockwork world that you're able to. Um, you're you're free to commit like devastating crime and, and <laughs> yeah. murder to anyone you see on the streets, and it be like entirely devoid of, of consequence or real world ramifications. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Just, just, just this. It serves as this platform for for your most like awful uh, desires. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. I also, uh, before we end this, I heard a. I heard a theory about where the show could go, like, seasons from now. That probably isn't true, so I'm going to say it, because it's probably not a spoiler. Uh, is that there could be... They keep talking about these uh, shareholders in this business, this higher-level business yeah, that's going on. Yeah. Uh, it's possible that they franchised out the park, and there could be, like, Space World, Blank uh, World, and future seasons could take place in different parks. Interesting. Then yeah. it wouldn't be Westworld. That's, that's why I think it's probably not true, but it's cool to think about. Unless, what if season two is Space World? I um, I don't know if they have the budget. They could still be in space, man. But also, yeah, I I think they're definitely in space. Do you think they're definitely in space? For sure. So you think the ship or like the train that William came in on is is like a spaceship? No, I think that's a train. They, but I think the, the planet these, that they're on the is a different planet. Of this world. Um, are they from Earth, do you think? Yeah, I think it's a future Earth where we've gone out into the stars, and then this this landmass that Westworld is on. I thought of two things. Either it's underground, they've created this, like, this dome, yeah. this dome world, or it's, what I really think is happening is because they've talked so much about how we've gotten to a point in civilization where we've conquered evolution, uh, and they hope to one day conquer death. If they're at that point, they're in space, and they're probably out and about and this is on a different planet now what makes me like but William seems so impressed by the vastness of Westworld that sort of makes me think is not in space like if if you're taking the time to go on a spaceship to that's another true. planet and you're like whoa it's more than this very small town that's true like I didn't that, think about that. That, that that seems a little but I don't know well I, unless I know. Uh, well, you might be you might be impressed with the vastness that's also populated by this all these goings on. I don't believe it's in space. I think they're on planet Earth. So you it think? Could be. Do you think that they're in a dome world somewhere, yeah, or I think do it's you... like a Truman Show esque dome world? Okay, that's the, yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility. Lots. Oh, Truman Show, one of my favorite movies. Lots Ed of Harris. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of lines to draw between those those two. We can dig into those uh, in the future. So we're all. Um, we're all going to keep watching Westworld. Let's talk about what else we're going to watch for next week. Of course, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Some of us, a- AHS. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, DS, Designated Survivor. One of our two DS uh, groupies here missed their, their week, but that's okay. Hopefully we'll catch up next week. What else are we are, are we watching? I'll keep watching The Stray. You should, you should watch High Maintenance. Yeah, it's actually very good. I have the, time. the thing about high maintenance, I'll just say this really quick. The thing about high maintenance is that it's really not about the guy selling drugs. Each episode is a completely different story of someone that he's selling drugs to. Really? That's yep. cool. It's really unique. Yep, so every episode's different. What network? HBO. Okay. HBO. What else are we watching? Uh, one of my favorite shows from last year. We'll be back next Friday. Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Uh, Friends of the Pod. Friends of the Pod. Um, absolutely amazing show. It is as funny, as ambitious, as just delightful as, as any show on TV. Uh, it is, I think, the only like, pure musical that, that exists on TV. It's a musical? It is a musical. Wow. And every episode features like two or three original songs. Um, that's, that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that'll be back next week, and I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, Black Mirror, right? Oh yeah. Which which uh, one of the episodes is uh, directed by personal fan favorite of mine? Not fan favorite, but I love Dan Trachtenberg. He directed one of the episodes. Directed Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh sure, great movie. Yep, follow that man on Twitter. Hopefully, one day he'll follow us. That was his first uh, major release, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, and then he got s- s- snatched up by Black Mirror Can't by Netflix. Wait for Black Mirror, that show. Yeah, we should all watch. Black you should watch that too, Jeff, because yeah. it's not a um, every episode. It's like Twilight Zone. Pure every episode is different. Uh, every episode is different. Not even the season. So I'll definitely uh, 
15 episodes? What? Something like that? I thought it was like I don't know if it's 10. Like, it's a lot. Oh, boy. A lot more than BBC had. Each season in the past has consisted of only like three episodes. Yeah. I'll check it out. Anything else uh, we'll, we'll be watching? This Is Us, right? Yep. Yep. This, this Is Us. Uh, probably won't talk about it next week, but Shameless as always. Ash vs. Evil Dead. I won't talk about it, but it's awesome. We'll catch back up. Mike, where can we find you online? Follow me uh, on Twitter at linguistics underscore. Chris? Follow me on Twitter at thatmorris, T-H-A-T-M-O-R-R-I-S. And you should all follow the Screening Club Twitter.com at Screening Club that we just started up. We'll be posting on there, getting updates on us. And be able to follow us on the In the Works to be determined release date, ScreeningClub.com. Mm-hmm. ScreeningClub.com. You can find me, uh, the real Jeff more.com uh, and please uh, leave us a rate uh, give us a subscribe if you like what you hear and let us know what you think you can reach out on twitter uh, like Chris just mentioned at screening club screening club at gmail.com we would love your thoughts we would love to talk about your comments and your insight and uh, we will follow back up with you next week and until then happy watching everyone have a great week goodbye God bless you.